Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Brightburn in today's review episode. I can show you the world. Just take a look through my eyes. This is going to be a pretty short episode uh, because my thoughts on Brightburn are pretty succinct and straightforward. If you're not familiar uh, with what this film is and what it's about, uh, let me give you a little summary. Brightburn, produced by James Gunn, directed by David Yaravesky, uh, who directed The Hive from 2015. Haven't seen. Uh, starring Elizabeth Banks, David Denman, Meredith Hagner, Matt Jones, Jennifer Holland, Steve Agee, Becky Wallstrom, among others. Uh, it's kind of a, a what if, right? It's take an all powerful being like a Superman, and what if instead of being a hero, instead of being someone who stood for right, for justice, for good, uh, what if they were evil? And the film kind of explores that question. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. As we've seen in many superhero movies, your movies have to do a couple of things. They have to look good. They have to have good effects, good, good visuals. They have to have... Uh, competent performances, uh, both by the hero and the villain, as well as the supporting cast. And also, (laughs) um, they have to feel heroic. And what I mean by that is, you know, you watch a, you know, like Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, and, and those movies don't feel heroic. You know, they're, they're super gritty, uh, they're super down-to-earth in theory, and they're, they're just brutal movies uh, from, a, from a hero standpoint. And I think Nolan's version of Batman toes that line, goes to the furthest extreme of the quote-unquote heroic element uh, without ever fully pushing over that line, whereas I think... Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and so on, uh, go back, go past that line into, and and that's why it ultimately those movies are are not good. Brightburn has completely shucked that third element. Right, there are no heroes in this movie. The main super powered character is a villain. He is the bad guy. He is an evil, sinister little kid, and. So there has to be a way for this movie to compensate and, and, and sort of come to terms with what that means uh, for this world and that, we're, that the movie resides in. And it does that in a couple of ways. And I'll try to avoid spoilers here. But my first thing is let's, let's first go back to the visuals. First of all, I think the visuals are not great. Um, they're not always bad, but most of the time when Brandon Jackson A. Dunn 
uh, is flying or moving quickly or doing his evil thing um it, it just doesn't it doesn't doesn't work for me um and i think part of that also trickles into jackson a dunn's performance which i thought was terrible he is not a good actor i don't know why he was chosen for this role uh if i i, I assume what they were going for was he's an alien like a superman uh he should be a little off he should be a little bizarre a little weird and he definitely is that, but he is that to a um, needlessly painful degree, uh, into the po- uh, to the point where you know it, it just I, I don't enjoy any of the times he's on screen. I don't like any of the things he does with the character. I think uh, whenever he's in a scene with literally any other person, it just shows how bad he is and that as your main focal character brandon uh, jackson a dunn uh, kind of ruins the movie kind of ruins the experience outside of him i thought banks and denman uh did okay i thought they were fine uh david denman from the office uh it's interesting to see him in in kind of a bigger movie like this and I don't feel like he was that out of place, actually. I thought he did a good job. There's a couple of nice scenes that he has um, towards the middle and end of the movie. Elizabeth Banks felt straightforward, felt normal, felt like I've seen her many times. Matt Jones actually uh, surprised me. One of his latest later scenes in the film I actually really enjoyed. I thought uh, he was the only one who kind of understood the movie he was in in those scenes and I liked that a lot from him uh, which is interesting because I wasn't really expecting to like him going into this uh, but he proved me wrong he proved me wrong there are a handful of other characters but they're not really worth mentioning in, the, in, in so much uh, it's just it's a short movie it's it's like 85 minutes long uh, and uh, it feels short. It feels short. So that gets so so that gets us kind of back to this hero element. Um, so the movie has no hero element. So it instead makes the film a horror film. Uh, you know there are jump scares. Uh, obviously, if the only super powered character in the movie is a villain, it's pretty easy, it's pretty difficult to not not only defeat him but to to stand against him. Honestly, he can fly. He's super fast. He's super strong. He can't be hurt. He has laser eyes, etc., etc., etc. Like, what? What do you do against that? And there was one moment in the movie where I thought they were going to solve this issue um, with Elizabeth Banks' character. Uh, it's not the moment. Um, how do I say this without it being a spoiler? Uh, there's a moment where I thought I had an I, I I I think I interpreted something as being oh so this is how they're gonna you know defeat him and that's not what happens and I was gonna be really upset if they could, did defeat him that way uh, but I was pleased that the movie I think the ending of the movie makes sense from from what story we're being told it, it 
I don't think it could have ended any other way. The problem is getting to that ending, it's basically this, this prepubescent, pubescent boy who doesn't know how to control his urges, who is uh, an alien, and then who is kind of all of a sudden triggered in this movie. Like, he, he's normal, 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 normal. And then suddenly a switch is flicked, and now he's a bad guy. That didn't work for me. I think outside of just his performance, I think the characterization of Brandon Breyer from Jackson A. Dunn and, and from the story and from the narrative and from you know the, the plot is really puzzling and frustrating. It tries, you know, in Superman, as far as all the Superman origins I've seen, he just kind of discovers he has powers and then his parents are like, oh, hold on a second, let's let's just, you know teach you how to use these and, and teach you what to do with them and power and responsibility and all that. Meanwhile, in this, uh, there's really none of that crap. It's just, I'm a normal person. I, you know, he's a little weird, but he's still normal. And then now I'm a super-powered Superman and I'm evil. And there isn't any of that, let me, let the parents guide him in a direction. None of that takes place. There isn't any weave sort of uh, the, the, the the movie never asks itself or even attempts to combat the nature-nurture angle of, of what I thought this was going to be. And that's disappointing because I think that was the kind of, you know, that's the kind of question. But now thinking about it, you look at the summary. What if a child from another world crash landed on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero of mankind, he proved to be something far more sinister? And... That doesn't really indicate that there's ever going to be a nature versus nurture question. That just says, okay, well, Superman is always going to be good, and this kid is always going to be bad. And if that's the case, that is equal. That's also stupid because it's not a movie about whether or not about whether or not the circumstances of this alien's arrival determine his trajectory into adulthood and into you know being a hero or villain it's just okay how do we deal with this from the elizabeth banks david denman and, and tertiary characters perspective and that's just not an interesting movie you know it's not an interesting conceit it's not you know maybe if if jackson a dunn was a decent actor it could have been a little more interesting but it's not you know he has feelings for a girl so he goes and terrorizes her he sees people who are in his way and he goes and destroys them and you know he does this and that and the other thing and it, it just left me kind of bland it, it it doesn't do anything interesting or unique it felt very i don't know it's a creepy kid scary movie except this time he has superpowers but that's you know we've seen that movie before maybe it's not a Superman analogy in other times, but we've seen that movie. You know, it's the girl coming out of the well in the ring. It's, you know, the grudge, the kid from the grudge. It's all these things, and it's just given a superhero, very, very minor superhero superpower bend, and that isn't good enough. It's just not. Um, so, I, I don't know. I mean, like, 
like I said, this is not going to be a long episode. I That's pretty much my thoughts. I thought it was pretty bad. I thought it was uninteresting. I thought it was bland and unremarkable. It doesn't do much from a visual standpoint. It's a lot of flickering lights. It's jump scares. It's dark. It's, you know, the, the one scene, there was one scene I was really into. And... It comes in the last third of the movie, and it involves uh, the David Denman, char- Denman character and the um, and the, and his kid. He's the dad, and I I thought that that was such an interesting scene from how it plays out and from what happens, and it doesn't really go anywhere necessarily, and I'm not sure where it could have gone, but. I, I just, it's a shame that so many of these, such a premise that could have been really interesting, I think, if they had really focused on the nature-nurture part of that dilemma, just became kind of a spectacle movie, and it's not good spectacle, because it doesn't look good, and it's not well acted from Dunn, and uh, that's kind of the long and short of it. Uh, Jackson A. Dunn, have I... He was kind of familiar looking. He is a... Oh! He plays young Scott Lang in Endgame. The 12-year-old version. That's what I recognized him from. Um, looking through this. Doesn't look like he's been in anything else. Um, apparently he's been acting for a few years now. and I don't know why. He's not very good. At least in this. I guess this was kind of his moment, and uh, in my opinion, he squandered it. Or not, maybe not squandered it. That's probably too harsh. He's just a kid, but um, missed. Missed opportunity. That feels a little more fair. Um, the movie alludes to maybe a f- sequel. I don't think it's going to make enough money for that, but also it's not very good, so I don't think it deserves a sequel either. I think that would be... Um, Better. Although I guess the budget was only seven million dollars, apparently, according to IMDb. So maybe, maybe, maybe it makes enough for a sequel. Uh, if it get a, gets a sequel, I would really rather James Gunn directed it. But it is what it is. So *Brightburn*. I don't really, uh, you know, don't. I would. I don't recommend going to see it. If I mean, maybe it's up your alley. If you like kind of a generic horror with a supernatural twist I mean it's not going to be the worst movie you'd probably see this year but I I don't really think there's much worth seeing in it so uh, that being said that's about it though 15 minutes we're we're cruising thank you for listening to today's episode Uh, it was short but Friday's is going to be very long so kind of just balancing um that out a little bit if you would like to find more episodes uh, or follow me there's circleoffilm.com twitter at circleoffilm letterboxd at circleoffilm email circleoffilm at gmail.com you can support the show by just liking rating reviewing uh, subscribing on whatever podcast application you use or you can go to patreon.com slash circleoffilm and subscribe for as little as eight cents an episode thank you for listening to today's episode and as always have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same tonight. I know.
she'll never leave me Even as she fades from view So long, farewell, I'll be to Saint adieu Nothing's really left or lost without a trace Nothing's gone forever, only out of place So long, farewell, au revoir, I'll be to Saint Wait a minute, wait a minute